Okay, so the beauty, the beauty of Yadut is the fact that we have to ask for forgiveness from one another. It's such a beautiful concept. Uh, you don't. See, we have to stop to appreciate it. I'm because you, you go, and we appreciate that Borei Olam could do anything. Borei Olam is the creator of the world. He could, he could do whatever he wants. But when it comes to getting forgiveness from another person, Borei Olam says, "Sorry, it's not. It's not. It's I, no problem. I can't do anything. I mean, you have to ask the person themselves." So, it's, all, it's almost like, could Borei Olam have given us forgiveness? Probably, because he, at the end of the day, it's his child, you know? But it's, Borei Olam takes a step back, and he says, no, 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 when it's between two individuals, you need to, you need to get the forgiveness directly. Just that concept alone is such a beautiful idea. Borei Olam kind of moves himself out of the way, and he says, no, no, no. This is gonna. This has to be between you and your friend. It's almost like Borei Olam is showing respect for the person who was wronged. You know, he doesn't have to do it. He doesn't have to show that respect. Once that, by you, by you asking for forgiveness from the other person, you also uh, get closer to that person. Yeah, you you realize in your relationships every time you go through difficulty, but. If you handle the difficulty like a, like an adult, and you work through your issues, you typically find yourself closer to the yes. person after the after the fact. You can also say that if you are asking for forgiveness from a person, in essence, you are asking asking for forgiveness from Hashem. So Bravo. because we are all creation, creation creatures of Hashem, so right. the Bravo. relationship we have with Hashem, we have to kind of emulate that with people around yes. us. That's how we come closer to Hashem. Like I said, we are trying to become similar to Hashem. Wow. It's beautiful. Well, that's the Beautiful. Bye bye. You're you're emulating. <laughs> you're emulating idea. your relationship with God idea. with other people as well. That's the idea. So beautiful. Such a beautiful idea. And that, on that note, I ask for forgiveness from the shiur. There's one thing I won't ask for forgiveness for. As people like to get offended very easily mm-hmm. from uh, from ideas. Uh, that that is something people have to learn to. You know, in a we live in a culture where everybody likes to be offended all the time. Mm-hmm. So it's a trend. Yeah, there's a trend of being offended. <laughs> we don't apologize for speaking, for discussing the interesting ideas, even if you disagree. You don't have to apologize when you say something that somebody else disagrees with. People like to get offended when they hear something they disagree with. But into, if for things that are uh, not ideas, if we wronged anybody, we should get a kapara and we should get forgiveness. Amen. We ask for forgiveness from uh, this this shoot. Honestly, I don't know if I I I. I Forget forgiveness. I need to ask for. Gra- I need to thank everyone for for coming uh, for this past right, year. Right. Um, thank you for to all the people who listen. You get a, and the the kind words that people offer. It it means a lot. It helps the shoe go. It 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 inspires all of us to continue learning. It's become like a like a crew. You know, it, we're it's like. But a, I think that sounded one out joint. So we'll see. Rezor Hashem. Okay, we backed up Shirat Azinu. Inshallah, everybody should have a uh, beautiful Yom Kippur. Meaningful, beautiful, uh, serious, and, and, um, and successful Yom Kippur. We are on that topic. We are in the Shira that tells us to appreciate that God is like our Father. Yes. And that He, you know, and that's one of the elements of Kippur. God is our Father. If we, if we go out of His uh, 
has no incentive to make things hard for you. If you find yourself in a difficult thing with your, in a difficult situation with your own father, you know that your father has your best wishes, your best, uh, you know, best interests at heart. So that's the idea behind that, that Moshe is telling the people. What, you think the difficulties that you're experiencing now are because God hates you? Maybe in pagan society that's something that they, that would be possible. But not with Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Zechor yomot olam binu shenot ovado. Remember the days of old. Understand the the years of the gen, of uh, every generation. Ask your father; he will tell you. The elders and they will explain to you. All the way back when Hakadosh Baruch Hu was. Uh, Giving was establishing the nations. This is a very hard uh, translation here, but when he gave nations their their inheritance, mm-hmm. when he separated the peoples, he made the borders of the peoples like the children of Israel. Well, the idea here is like is like all the way back when Hakadosh Baruch Hu was still establishing the the peoples the and dividing the nations and the land. We're talking about the tribes here. No, no, we're talking about the, the nations, nations of, of the nations. earth, like, oh, okay. like, think all the way back to the Tower of Babel, yes. okay. you know, the 70 nations. Yeah, the 70 nations. The idea is all the way back when he made the 70 nations, which is, by the way, the same number as the number of people who went down to Israel. Yes, that all in its own, on its own, is, an, is an interesting idea, but but uh, remember all the way back when. Despite the fact that there are so many nations, there are so many different peoples, who did God choose? Yaakov. God, the people are God's portion. You know, He gave 70 portions out to all the people of the world. God's portion is His people. Yaakov is his, the, the strip of His lot. Of his inheritance. He, and because Israel was his portion, Israel, Yaakov, was his lot, he supported them in the desert. And in the wilderness, the howling, desolate area. He surrounded him and guarded him. He helped him understand. And he protected him like the apple of his eye, like the pupil of his eye. Okay, so Am Yisrael is God's portion. And because of that, he, he took such good care of us when we were in the most difficult situation, which was when we were in the desert. It's very dangerous. And why is Moshe saying this? Why is Moshe telling Bnei Israel? He's, He's reminding Bnei Israel how much God took care of them. What is, if God hates you and... Yaakov, Yaakov is, is, is Israel. Israel. Yaakov is uh, is a poetic way of saying Am Israel. 
It's a poetic way of saying the people of Israel. Instead of saying Israel, he's using remember, the other name. Remember, Yaakov. I'm I'm sorry for not letting you letting Steve. <laughs> Shakamo okay. is sorry for being Yaakov. <laughs> Just in case. Okay. Like an eagle that stirreth the nest, like an eagle that, that takes, you know, you can, you just think of the imagery. This is all poetic things, so, so think of the imagery. Like an eagle that's hovering over the nest and, and waking up the little children, uh, or all the little chicks. Al he hovers over the young. He spreads over uh, the... Uh, her wings or his wings, the eagle yes, spreads yes, his yes. wings, and he takes them. Isaio and he carries them on his wing. Adonai God alone leads them, and there is none other. There was no other God in the mix that was doesn't helping. Exist. Him. Doesn't okay? exist. So the very very beautiful poetry. The idea here is God protects and supported Am Israel. Do not think that Am Israel, that God is out to smite them. Again, why is this such a revolutionary idea? I mean, it, it's, it, it sounds pretty obvious. Like, okay, God was good to us, so that's because proof. in that era, in that era, if there was something bad, they would say, this God yeah, did exactly. something bad to me, if, and that if, one, I'm going to go to the other one. I'm going to go... And, exactly. If, if in, those, in that era, it's very common for a God to turn on the people and just decide to, you know, I'm going to smite them. That's the way people thought. So for Am Israel to realize that even in the difficult times, God never leaves. God is always our Father. He's an everlasting God. That's, that's a brilliant concept. You can imagine the human beings, the pagan human beings, they probably imagined their gods in their own image. So they would probably say, oh, this God got angry and now he left us. He's, he may have died. So we have to go find ourselves a new God. I don't know what they thought. But an everlasting God who is always there to support you and can do everything that no other God is there to help. And Imoel Nechar, there's no other God there with him. That's a, a, a mindset shift in Bnei Israel. Also, that's going to probably every man, the men, the, the pagans, they thought that they were gods also. Oh, for sure. There are a lot of people yes. who deified themselves. Well, in this era too, we find some people think they're gods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't think, I don't think, <laughs> nothing nothing changed. Changed. if you want to go back to one of our earliest <laughs> lessons, um, whenever we said Adam and Chava were about to eat from the tree, I always say this, I say this on my Shabbat table often because I, I like to comment on politics a lot, and then my family makes fun of me for bringing this up all the time, but I think it's a, it's a fascinating idea that when the snake wants to get Adam and Chava to eat from the tree, what does he... What's the, the, the argument he uses to nothing, get them to... Nothing will happen to you. Well then, and what else will happen to you? Yeah. You become like... If you eat this, you'll become like Elohim, yes. knowing good and bad. And then Adam and Chava says, Ooh, we can be like Elohim. I think maybe the, the deeper message in that, in that thing is that all human beings, because yeah. Adam and Chava represent humanity, they have this temptation to try and make themselves out to be like God. 
And you see that a lot in the political sphere. It's a lot in the political sphere. Okay, people are, everybody is defying themselves. Not, people, things don't change. Uh, let's do another minute. I know we have to go, but like, I just want to... Let me just summarize what's going to happen in the next portion of Hazinu. Uh, get fat. It's, it's going to discuss how much Boreolam, after protecting us, he then gave us bounty and surplus and all of the wealth we could possibly ask for. But what happens whenever you get wealthy is the, again, as, as is the most common theme of Sefer Devarim, is the biggest danger is not the marauding people that are coming from Mongolia to attack you. The biggest problem is yourselves, not knowing how to handle the bounty and the success that Hashem has given you and letting it get to your head and letting it corrupt you. Yeah, that's the main theme. And now in, in Hazinu, which is like a summary, a short, very tight summary of basically the, the history of Am Israel that's going to keep repeating itself, that's the main idea, right? After Borei Olam has done so much good for us, now he's going to talk about how the wealth then got to your head. Got you and then you rebelled against God. And then that's why God left you. And the reason that fits so beautifully in Hazinu is because Hazinu is a song we carry for us, with us forever. Yes. And that is going to be the number one issue that will forever be on Israel's issue. That is the issue of all societies. And we see it today with the USA. Any person who gets very, very, very successful, unfortunately... Not only the, the individual, that happens uh, with na- nations. Most with nations. Baruch Adonai Lulam. Amen. 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 Amen